Welcome to FEPS Talks, the podcast series at the Foundation for European Progressive Studies. Find out more about us on feps-europe.eu. Hi everyone and good afternoon. Welcome to FEPS Talks. My name is Miria Freitas, FEPS Senior Policy Advisor, and today I'm joined by Leonie Martin. Very welcome, Leonie. Hi. And Leonie, she's president of the Young European Federalist. Jeff, welcome, Leonie. Hi, Maria. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Pleasure, pleasure. So, uh, Leonie, tell us a little bit more about the organization that you're president of, Jeff. Oh, sure. Uh, Jeff, Young European Federalist, is a nonpartisan uh, but political youth organization. That means concretely that uh, we have members of different political parties uh, or members of no parties at all. Uh, but what unites all of them is that essentially we work for a democratic and a federal Europe. Because, you know, it's, it's not just a movement from today, but actually has roots uh, from the resistance movement in the Second World War. The thinking is, you know, a federal Europe can lead uh, to peace in Europe, to peace in the world. And nowadays we see more and more that a federal Europe will also be the one that can solve some of the problems that we're currently facing. And obviously we want that to be democratic. So what a lot of us do in more than 30 European countries is advocacy work. Uh, propose very concrete political solutions um, to get towards a federal Europe. But then at the same time, uh, this also needs explaining because it's a very bigger concept. Um, so we have a lot of actions. Uh, we go to schools just to explain about Europe because that is information that a lot of us are missing. Um, we write about European politics uh, in our different websites. Essentially, all of us, all of the things that we currently complain about Europe We try to make sure with our actions that our reality, our vision becomes a reality step by step. Mm, this is a very exciting project and uh, this makes you actually the perfect candidate to talk uh, with us today about the talk in town. Well, Future of Europe conference, of course. This is uh, the time to speak about it and I will pick your brain about it <laughs> also, Leonie. So just a little bit of context for colleagues who are listening to us online. Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, proposed in her political guidelines for the 2019-2024 mandate the creation of a conference on the future of Europe, the establishment of the conference on the future of Europe that would be launched this year, 2020, and last for two years. Uh, now, of course, many questions remain as to how uh, this conference should look like, how it will be executed, implemented, how it would actually work. And so seeing that uh, Jeff, uh, with um, such experience, not only uh, in terms of being established already for quite some time, having a lot of associations and members to look after um, in 13 European countries, lots of actions on more Europe, more federal Europe, more democratic Europe. Um, so I would ask you first, Leonie, do you welcome such an initiative? Um, and especially also when we look at the record high turnout in the 2019 elections in May, this was obviously acknowledged by the EU's executive because, well, we have this ambition to establish a future of Europe conference. So do you welcome it? Do you see any opportunities or challenges that such an initiative entails? Do you think this is the way to bridge the gap between Europe 
and its citizens? I absolutely welcome this. We as Jeff uh, and as Federalists, we think that this, you know, A, it's, it's urgent that we work on Europe. I think we've seen with the uh, European elections last year uh, that you also just referred to, um, that citizens are very actually interested in being involved in European politics. Uh, our main understanding uh, is, and that's also something that we constantly tell politicians, democracy is not just ahead of elections. Don't care about Europe just ahead of the European elections. We need to have this talk on and on and on and on on different levels. So it's very uh, uplifting that um, Commission President uh, von der Leyen has now taken this into account, has also given essentially three commissioners the mandate to work on this. I think that shows a certain dedication to this. You have uh, Suica, who's supposed to organize this. Uh, we have Jurova, who's going to represent the commission in this, Sefkovic, who uh, will be talking uh, you know, with the different institutions at the same time. So I'm very happy to see that development there. But, and there is, there is a big but here, at the same time, um, I'm also a bit disillusioned by the citizens' dialogues that have been taking place uh, in the past years. Um, I think back when it started, uh, we obviously had our hopes up that this could be, uh, you know, a reason for change. Um, but in the end, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit surprised. Obviously, this produces nice photos, it produces nice tweets for the politicians, um, and they have seen citizens, that's good to see. Um, but what concretely comes out of that? And I think that's the question that we have for this, because what we don't want to see with this conference is that this, in the end, becomes another citizens' dialogue round. What we need is, uh, yes, dialogue with citizens, but actually something that changes things in the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Leonie. So, very clear message. It's an uplifting in initiative. Yes, there's the institutional development towards it. There's seemingly the political will. But hey, let's be uh, wary and not repeat the same um, mistakes of the past, such as the citizens' dialogues. Yes, and not just paying lip service to um, citizens' participation in democratic processes. You briefly also touched upon this. Well, we see that we have three European commissioners uh, responsible to realize this. And how do you see then, and especially in young European federalists, Jeff, does this signal a momentum for more federalism, European federalism, treaty change? What do you think, Leonie? Well, for obvious reasons, I hope that there is uh, a window for uh, treaty change. Uh, in an ideal world, there would be a new treaty. But I also understand um, that there might not be uh, the window of opportunity here. So what we have done uh, as Jeff so far is, because we've seen Conference on the Future of Europe so far is only a topic for Jeff, for UEF. Um, thus, we have invited different uh, civil society organizations, but also other organizations like churches to sit with us together to discuss this conference. What do we want as civil society? And we've produced uh, a couple of recommendations uh, on the setup for the conference. And we were very pleased to see that also other organizations are very interested in treaty change, essentially. And in the meetup, in the, in the run up to mm -hmm. that, uh, we've been in contact also with different other stakeholders, with members of the European Parliament who are also partially federalist, partially just friendly to us, uh, to discuss, hey, what do you think is the role of the Parliament in this? Because we think the European Parliament, especially with uh, the mandate that it's been given by the European citizens, should have a big role in this. Yesterday, the European Parliament has adopted a resolution uh, on their own position towards this conference in the future of Europe. Obviously, 
It does not mean that the Conference on the Future of Europe uh, is going to develop into this because we're still awaiting what the Commission is going to say next week uh, and then later on the Council. Um, but I am very pleased to see that in the resolution of the European Parliament, there is still you know, this, this notion of a treaty change. And I think that's needed because when van der Leyen started in summer, uh, you can also read it in the different mission letters uh, to her commissioners, um, she has said that um, this very... She would be open to it as well. She would be open to it, yes, because that's mm -hmm. precisely... I mean, the, the conference is a very vague concept in the end. It already starts with the name. People are confused. Is it just a conference? No, it's a conference series. It takes two years. Um, but the one thing that we knew since summer is that how she envisions this is that there will be by summer 2020, so that's in a few months actually, mm -hmm. there will be proposals on uh, the leading, leading candidate principle, so Spitzenkandidaten system, uh, and there would be a proposal on transnational lists. And how do you do that? You need to change things. Indeed. So for us, that was the first indication. So obviously we <laughs> hope that she puts things into action. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And uh, just, just a quick uh, step back as well, mm -hmm. uh, just to, to clarify also to uh, the FEPS Talks friends that are listening to us, EUF, European Union of Federalists. This is uh, the mother organization that Jeff, as young European federalists, integrates. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we see, or rather, we hear from Leonie that there's hope indeed for treaty change. Uh, there's There has been signals in the political um, mandate that uh, Ursula von der Leyen uh, has uh, conveyed to her commissioners. And yeah, perhaps we might even see something coming up pretty soon, summer 2020, Spitzenkandidaten and transnationalists. And I would even say it's very important that we continue the discussion on these two topics, uh, seeing again um, in how these two um, political dimensions of the European Union did not succeed in the past legislature. Which brings me to our next question then, um, Leonie. How do you see then the approach of the new commission towards EU constitutional reform. We already said and heard from you, you hope, yes, this will come. But we also look back and in 2002, the Convention of the Future of Europe and how it fell out, the failure of the treaty uh, for establishing a constitution for Europe. Do you think that there is a risk that the Future of Europe conference and whatever output comes out of it would also not lead to this push for European constitutional reform? Well, first of all, let's see. I think I've, so far I've been very hopeful about things, but I think we also have to diagnose that what the Commission has called or initiated for is not a convention. So it's not a treaty change according to the treaties. It's a different procedure that you know did not exist beforehand that we are currently trying to understand what it is like. And that's also, I think, where the confusion comes from uh, with the different institutions. So already here, the Commission is trying to, I think, take a step back as well. They're trying to hint at things, but it's, it's not a clear, such a clear sign. Um, yet, you know, as, as activists, obviously, we, we push for change. 
And how would Jeff do that? Do you guys have some ideas in mind for 2020 to address the future of Europe Conference? Also, uh, Jeff is something uh, is, has something lined up for the 21st of January, correct, uh, Leonie? Tell us a bit more about this conference. Yes, so whoever is in Brussels or close to Brussels is warmly invited to join our final conference of the I Choose Europe campaign, which was our campaign surrounding the European parliamentary elections. It's taking place uh, Monday, Tuesday, so January 20, 20th and 21st. You can check out more information at www.jeff, that's J-E-F dot E-U. Uh, and I think you can register until Friday. Uh, we are going to have many interesting things essentially already leading and connecting the European parliamentary elections with the Conference on the Future of Europe debates, meaning that we have invited members of the European Parliament uh, to discuss this together with us, but also very interesting, uh, we are trying out uh, a possibility for Youth Agora. Uh, mm. So to those who've read uh, the European Parliament uh, resolution, uh, they've proposed basically that this conference next to a conference plenary will have a citizens agora where citizens are randomly selected to represent all of us. And uh, it will have a youth agora where also similarly youth, young people uh, will be randomly selected. And what we want to do, uh, because this is also, again, a very vague concept, we want to experiment a bit to try to figure out how such a model can work Perhaps it doesn't work. Uh, let's see. So everyone warmly invited, but do register so that we kind of know um, with how many people we can uh, count. Okay, very good. So um, very uh, close to the launch of this FEPS podcast uh, talk, you can also uh, join then the conference that uh, Leonie just mentioned is already next week. So don't forget to register. So we are rounding up um, our conversation. Um, it was lovely to have you, Leonie, here at the FEPS offices for the FEPS talks um, uh, of this week. Um, and we had a very, very insightful uh, discussion of the talk in town on the conference on the future of Europe um, that, uh, well, I would say, and perhaps Leonie will agree with me, its success will naturally uh, depend uh, on the political will to um, make it happen and make it happen in a way that it's also meaningful for citizens, that it's just not um, lip service um, and uh, that uh, citizens feel empowered in strengthening the European Union as a political project and strengthening European democracy. So, Leonie, over to you for some last words on the Conference on the Future of Europe, what you hope that uh, Jeff will achieve in this context. I think the next weeks, first, we need, will be crucial in this uh, because we need to figure out what the institutions want to do with that. But at the same time, uh, what I hope for, uh, what I want all of us to do, actually, is that this not just only becomes a project of Jeff. We need to take this as seriously as European parliamentary elections uh, because I, I'm afraid that some politicians want this to be a side event. But this is a real chance for all of us European citizens. Uh, even, or not... It's, can you cut that out? It's, it's a chance for all of us European citizens, uh, also for those who do not agree, for instance, with my political vision. We need to have this debate because uh, this is where we currently have tension on. And let's sit around uh, on different tables and you know, have this common discussion everywhere in Europe. So what I want uh, all of us to do is actually to pay attention to what's going on, to be involved, to ask journalists to cover this. Uh, and I obviously hope that um, you know, this is also where, where you're... Worlds will be, uh, you know, active in. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, do do follow us. Uh, what uh, Jeff is going to do, uh, perhaps also in your country, in your city, uh, and uh, you can easily check out more information about Jeff and our sections at our website. That is www.jeff.eu. Thank you very much. And this was Leonie Martin, president of Jeff in Fabs Talks. Thank you, Leonie. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for your attention. If you found our conversation interesting, do not hesitate to share it on social media with the hashtag FebsTalks. More is yet to come. Stay tuned.